Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 505 for September 23rd through 29th, 2019. Welcome to This Week in Astrology, deepening your astrological wisdom since 2007. Thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. To get to a specific part of this show, including the forecast for a particular date, check out the index at astroshaman.com. Click blog on the menu bar, then choose astrology podcasts from the blog categories. You can also read this forecast online by going to the blog and choosing the astrology forecasts category. The week starting September 23rd features the fall equinox. Its chart gives a sense of the new season's energies, and it features a potent T-square that includes most of the personal planets as well as Saturn, Pluto, and the lunar nodes. We also have a Libra new moon that's one of the least aspected lunations of 2019, but the two aspects it does have are important. We also have the third T-square in this series highlighting Saturn and the lunar nodes, a new Thor's hammer, and a peaking envelope. This forecast only includes the most important astrological events of the week. As I mentioned last time, I'm extra busy right now. I'm hoping to launch my new online memberships, Group Astrology Mentoring and Awakening Plus on October 1st. But as before, I believe that the major events in this week's forecast will give you more than enough to chew on. By the way, to learn about that Group Astrology Mentoring Program, just go to astrojaman.com, go to the fourth panel down on the homepage, and you'll see it there in the collection of blog posts. So, what's old as we get into this week? We've got a waning moon. Uh, Saturn went direct last time, so we only have four retrograde planets left, Pluto, Neptune, Chiron, and Uranus, and we got a ton of aspect patterns continuing, four T-squares, an envelope, and a grand trine, and that's way too much to summarize here. So I did cover most of that on the prior episode. So with that all tidied up, let's get into our forecast days for this week. On Monday, September 23rd, The sun enters Libra at 3.50 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. For the next month, relationships and creativity are energized. The sun entering Libra also marks the fall equinox. The astrology chart calculated for this moment gives a sense of this season's energies. This interpretation does not use houses, so you can use it no matter where in the world you live. Aspect Patterns The most potent factor in the fall equinox chart is a heavily populated T-square. It includes most of the personal planets, Moon, Mercury, and Venus, as well as Saturn, Pluto, and the lunar nodes. I covered that information last time on the prior week's podcast, but it's relevant and bears repeating here. I won't take too long with it. So Saturn and the lunar nodes form the foundation for these three T-squares in the second half of September. Their meanings change as Mercury, Venus, and the Sun take turns holding down the third corner, although for this equinox interpretation, only Mercury and Venus patterns will be discussed. Regarding these T-squares, whatever is represented by the personal planet and Libra could be strongly tested if it does not align with your life purpose. Saturn alerts you to this with delays and roadblocks. You can deal with this by releasing or restructuring whatever is being challenged. You can meet this challenge more effectively by embodying Saturn's life-affirming qualities. These include maturity, responsibility, good time management, and well-organized planning and implementation, and that's certainly easier to do now that Saturn has just turned direct. Pluto can have a similar response to something that is not life-purpose aligned. 
if it can be transformed, some kind of death and rebirth process can be effective. If there's no more good to be had from the situation, complete release is optimal. So what if the personal planet represents something that does align with your highest good? Even though T-squares are traditionally challenging, life-purpose alignment causes Saturn and Pluto to behave more harmoniously. Saturn applauds your excellent structure and invites you to augment it if appropriate. Pluto can reward you with wealth and power. We normally associate wealth with money, but wealth can be anything you value, tangible or intangible. Power over can be used to dominate and control others, but I prefer power with. In this higher vibration expression, you've awakened to your internal divine power. There's no need to source it externally by keeping people under your thumb. At this level of consciousness, your greatest joy is helping other people step into their power. So that covers the general T-square effects. Uh, Now let's add Mercury and uh, give a little fine-tuning for the Mercury influence. Notice how people are responding to your communications. Is there something about your word choices, tone of voice, or body language that are causing negative responses? If you're having issues but can't figure out what you might be doing to cause them, ask people you know and trust for feedback. On a more subtle level, notice how you're responding to your own thoughts. Is what you're thinking making you happy or miserable? To learn how to manage your thoughts more skillfully, read my Managing Everyday Thought Infiltration post on astroshaman.com. This T-square used consciously can add discipline, focus, and depth to your thoughts and communication. It can also empower research and investigation, so use it for all it's worth. Regarding Venus's specific effects, I just have three sentences on that. Venus, like Libra, represents relationships and creativity. She also represents money. Be ready to respond to any challenging catalyst in these areas. You can also cultivate any of these themes to create new life-affirming structures and cultivate more wealth and power. Okay, that was four sentences, but it was still pretty brief. That catches us up on previous material that I've wrote about these T-square energies. And now let's move on to some new information. Because the only new factor in this T-square in the equinox chart is the moon, which is sensitized in its own sign of cancer. This increases the likelihood of emotional triggering. If you experience this, my free healing invocation might help. Just a quick note how to get to that. On astroshaman.com, there's the menu bar at the top. The last word in that menu bar is invocations. Click that. You'll go to a page. The second post on that page with the image of the crying woman will tell you everything you need to know to have your higher self heal you when challenging stuff comes up. And it's a free post. Getting back to the interpretation here. The moon's presence also makes it easier to experience happiness and emotional satisfaction while cultivating this T-square's life-affirming opportunities. So that's what I'd like to say about that big major T-square in the fall equinox. But there's more. Your committed partnerships, any kind not just romantic, could experience intense challenge or flowing expansion thanks to a series Juno-Jupiter-Neptune T-square. Juno, the asteroid goddess of committed partnership, is in Virgo. This invites you to examine the health of your enduring relationships and analyze how they can be improved. A good resource for that is the four-part nonviolent communication process. Just Google those words and you can learn more about that. Both partners can also remember that one of the best ways to feel better is to help someone else. Optimally, such service is joyfully given and serves the highest good of all. If a committed partnership is harmonious, Neptune's opposition to Juno will give the partners creative inspiration and blended bliss. 
If there's challenge, Neptune could tempt one or both partners into substance abuse, escapism, apathy, or a victim-perpetrator relationship. Jupiter square to Juno will, first and foremost, amplify whatever's already happening. If there's challenge, it'll be intensified. But Jupiter will also take any opportunity to inundate you both with as much joy, euphoria, and celebration as you can receive. Ceres is conjunct Jupiter and also squares Juno. Like Jupiter and Neptune, Ceres can also play both sides of the street. If it would serve the highest good of either partner to heal some sorrow, Ceres will bring it up. As the grain goddess, Ceres can also bring the energies of harvest and abundance into your committed partnership. This is a great time for the two of you to heal what needs healing and celebrate what's wonderful. The final aspect pattern that strongly colors the fall equinox is an envelope. It includes the moon, Juno, Pallas Athena, Saturn, Neptune, and the lunar nodes. Are you ready to make your committed partnerships more flowing, productive, and aligned with your life purpose? Win-win strategy and diplomacy will help you accomplish this thanks to this aspect pattern. This envelope can also help you deepen your spiritual connection in a committed partnership and use law of attraction more productively with your partner. As with the T-square I mentioned a moment ago, the moon's presence adds two contrasting possibilities, more emotional challenge and more happiness and emotional satisfaction while cultivating this aspect pattern's life-affirming opportunities. Individual Aspects Slower-moving planets and points have more impact in a chart when they make several important aspects to personal planets. The fall equinox chart has five examples of this. Saturn makes tight-heart aspects to the Moon, Mercury, and Venus. These aspects are included in the equinox T-square mentioned above, but are so powerful that they deserve extra emphasis. Take note if you keep hitting roadblocks or delays in a particular area. It could be because you're moving in the wrong direction and would be better off changing course, or you might need to activate more of Saturn's positive qualities, such as discipline and persistence. When I'm not sure whether to abandon or persevere, I check with my inner guidance. This is not a Saturnian strategy, because that time-bound planet does not recognize anything beyond the physical world. But it's a valid strategy for the fall equinox. Its two other aspect patterns include Neptune, ruler of intuition. Pluto also deserves special mention since it aspects the Moon, Mercury, and Mars. Pluto brings challenge when something in your life needs to be transformed or released. He adds wealth and power when you're on track. The asteroid goddess Vesta is the only slower planet that aspects all five personal planets. She represents selfless service to a higher cause. Are you ready to choose one that speaks to you and contributes some of your time and energy? Finally, the lunar nodes aspect the Moon, Mercury, and Venus. Are you living in alignment with your life purpose? Are you getting enough attention to your emotions and home life? That's the North Node in Cancer. Rather than going overboard on work and productivity, that would be the South Node in Capricorn. And P.S., the Fall Equinox chart has a splay, that's S-P-L-A-Y, pattern. This means that the planets are distributed fairly evenly around the circle. A splay chart's interpretation encourages a variety of activities. Its slogan is, so many cool things to do, so little time to do them. On Friday, September 27th, our third and final T-square that includes Saturn, Pluto, and the lunar node starts today on September 27th. I've already covered the general parameters for these T-squares a few minutes ago, so that should be fresh in your mind. So to get particular about this particular T-square unto itself, the meaning of this sun-focused T-square 
has a lot in common with that Venus-focused T-square that started on September 18th. This is because the Sun's in Libra, which is ruled by Venus. The themes shared between these two T-squares are relationships and creativity. What does the Sun uniquely bring to its T-square? The ability to shine out to the world, harmoniously embodying the energies of the other planets and points. Embody the lunar nodes by acting in alignment with your life purpose. Embody Saturn by being mature, organized, and productive. Embody Pluto by standing in your divine power, implicitly encouraging others to stand in theirs. On Saturday, September 28th, a new moon lines up at 2.26 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at 5 degrees 20 minutes Libra. Any Libra new moon is great for new beginnings or renewed energy in relationships and creativity, as well as harmony, balance, and artistic appreciation. This is one of the least aspect lunations of 2019, as I mentioned at the top of the show. There are only two aspects worth noting here, a Chiron opposition and a Uranus quincunx, but both aspects are tight and significant. The opposition of Chiron, the wounded healer, to the luminaries could bring up old psychological wounds to be healed. A lot of people will do just about anything to avoid facing these challenging emotions. They'll distract themselves, numb out, or otherwise refuse to face the music. The big problem with this look-the-other-way approach is that the problem will not retreat for long. You might get some temporary relief, but that painful emotion will haunt you again and again until you do finally face it down once and for all. There are many wonderful tools out there for doing shadow work, the term Carl Jung used for this internal healing process. Way back in 2011, information about a wonderful shadow work tool popped into my head in the middle of a shamanic ceremony. Thousands of people have used this tool since then, and hundreds have told me how quick, easy, and effective it is. This tool is absolutely free. I mentioned it earlier in the show. It's that healing invocation. And uh, again, just go to the astroshaman.com site and the top right word in the menu bar is invocations. Click that, go to the second post on the page that comes up and you'll be learning all you need to know to use that. This Chiron opposition can also empower you to step up and help others. Are you a healer or a mentor, a shaman or an awakener? Chiron invites you to step more fully into these roles. This new moon's other aspect is a Uranus quincunx, that's 150 degrees. This invites you to take whatever adjustment is needed to step more fully into your authentic human self. The first step is to internally embrace what's unique and different about you. The next step is to show that to the world around you to the greatest degree that serves highest good. This Uranus aspect can also help you receive more intuitive flashes. With these, you just know in your bones when a thought hits that certain information is true or that you'd be better off doing certain things. This is the most reliable guidance I've ever found since it comes direct from the higher self that created you. Following your intuition takes courage. It often leads away from conventional reality into unknown territory. It can radically upset your status quo. But I could not be more happy that I followed my guidance, which is a sentiment I've also heard from hundreds of clients. The life my intuition has led me to is so much better than the one I had originally planned. Finally, Uranus would love you to serve others using your special talents that you most love to use. Why serve in an ordinary way when you have something special that few others can offer? You may find that this talent becomes even more helpful 
when you use it with humility. This new moon's Sabian symbol is a man watches his ideals taking a concrete form before his inner vision. Now, with this symbol, how can I not talk about the law of attraction? This is exactly how so many successful people shape their reality. They visualize what they want in their mind's eye so powerfully that it manifests in the physical world. To learn the basics of manifestation, read my Law of Attraction how-to post. Just uh, on my site, search for the phrase Law of Attraction Made Simple. Better yet, get the wonderful channeled book Creating Money, Attracting Abundance by Sanaya Roman, that's S-A-N-A-Y-A, and Dwayne Packer, D-U-A-N-E, Packer. It's the best Law of Attraction book I've ever read, and I'm not the only one who thinks so. It has sold over half a million copies. Also on Saturday, September 28th, a Thor's Hammer featuring Juno, Jupiter, and Uranus begins today on September 28th, peaks on October 11th, and ends on October 21st. Here are three ways this dynamic aspect pattern could show up for you. Adventuring with a committed partner into uncharted territory. Increased triggering, chaos, or instability in a committed partnership highlighting the need for the relationship to either heal or end, or you and your committed partner interfacing more dynamically with a like-minded group or tribe. On Sunday, September 29th, are you ready to make your committed partnerships more flowing, productive, and aligned with your life purpose? Win-win strategy and diplomacy will help you accomplish this thanks to an envelope aspect pattern By the way, if this sounds familiar, it's because this was part of the Fall Equinox interpretation. Don't worry, it won't take long. This envelope includes Juno, Pallas Athena, Saturn, Neptune, and the lunar nodes. It started on September 14th, peaks today on the 29th, and ends on October 11th. This pattern can also help you deepen your spiritual connection in a committed partnership and use Law of Attraction more productively with your partner. Whatever your sun sign, my forecast can help you make the best use of the current astrological energies. All dates and times are in the U.S. Eastern time zone. Events are most powerful on the dates listed, but their influence will be active for at least a week before and after. Everyone's affected by these global transits. However, you'll be most powerfully impacted when moving planets activate sensitive points in your natal chart. Discover how these transits will personally affect you by booking a session with me. Learn more about Astrology Plus sessions, go to astroshaman.com. On the menu bar, look for services, and right under that, click on Astrology Plus. I have a brief announcement. My new online membership for Astrology Mentoring is still on track to launch on Tuesday, October 1st. You'll enjoy Q&A video calls with people near your ability level, access to the archive, and a vibrant online community where you can connect with others who share your passion for astrology. Learn how to join the waitlist with no risk or obligation on the homepage of astroshaman.com in the fourth panel down. Other stuff, I do astrology readings and also offer shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching, and more. All my services are equally effective in person or long distance. I also offer an unbeatable price on Solar Fire, the number one astrology software for Windows. Learn about all this and more at astroshaman.com. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is info at astroshaman.com, and my number for voice and text is 828-338-9852. I'd love to connect with you. 
We're wrapping up this episode. This Week in Astrology is honored to be chosen as one of the Internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website, where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. You can also do a single sign-up for two great opportunities, chances to win a free consultation, and have your chart interpreted on the show. Go to thisweekinastrology.com. From there, you'll be redirected to the This Week in Astrology area of astroshaman.com. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.